Hi, and welcome to Ergoat Coffee. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Um, we're going to talk about movies this episode, probably, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I want to talk about movies. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can talk about um, Christmas movies. I Christmas mean, is upon us. When this episode's coming out, we'll probably already <laughs> have past Christmas. Well, it's just in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, I mean, this it's it's after Christmas. Holiday seasons uh, stuff. After no. Christmas feelings. Wait, isn't that... That's not the same as pre-Christmas feelings. Right? I know, but it's, you know... It, <laughs> we, we are here to provide you with a, a an extra bit of Christmas... Sous vide. Sous vide? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just, that sounds pretty good, actually. You I'm want, hungry. You want Christmas sous vide? But, um, yeah, I, I want to talk about movies. Christmas stew. Yeah, um... So, let the, the easiest one. What is your favorite? Wait, what's your favorite movie? No, no Christmas, like not related it's, to Christmas. Just in okay. general, what's your favorite movie? It's a very hard choice, but um, I've been asked this a few times, and every time I think about Jurassic Park, the first one from 1992, uh-huh. and um, I, I, it's not that I think that it's the very best, as in every part of it is great. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree that Jurassic Park is not the best movie, but it's yeah. it's a good movie. It's it's not the best, as in what do you, like? Not every part of it is amazing. Yeah. But what I do like about it is that it actually it's a very old movie yeah. for for today's standard and how it looks. And you I mean it's, it's amazing? It still looks uh, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was really when I first saw it uh, when I was a kid, yeah. when a little kiddo. <laughs> I was amazed. It looked pretty real. Yeah, it still does sometimes. I mean, there are some parts where you can clearly see that you know something is off or mm-hmm. you know animatronic. But th- I think that also comes with age. Yeah, but still, it looks like the the way they recorded it and and the action moments are yeah. really amazing looking in my yeah. opinion. And um, I'm I was I still kind of am, but I was a huge dinosaur fan mm. <laughs> and. I was really, I don't know, inspired by it, even, in a way. Cool. I mean, did it give you something, uh, you know, creative or something you, you use right now? Or did it guide maybe, you maybe to not right now. a certain direction of your life? Hmm. Yeah, I think, like, the concept of um, reviving a dinosaur, it's yeah. like pseudoscience and stuff, of course. Yeah. Maybe it's technically is possible. It, is it pseudoscience? <laughs> no, maybe it's technically possible. Uh, like you, you can put, uh, like a, it's not. You, you don't only need the DNA, but you also need like uh, some tissue. Yeah, and uh, you can make it grow in a petri dish or something. Yeah. But you can't actually incubate an egg or something with it. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, you know, you, you can't get the whole cycle of. You know, that's what they did. They they got eggs yeah. somehow. Yeah. Uh, like they, they I oh, guess they, yeah, yeah. So they, they use the DNA and then suddenly they, they get eggs or well, they have eggs. Yeah. I think they, they made the eggs and they made the um, the environment so, for the for the uh-huh. Like they made the environment for the eggs in a way that it can incubate healthily. And then they so, introduce the DNA or something, like a sperm. So it's almost. like a, a fake egg. Yeah. A synthetic egg and they just mm-hmm. Implement it or put the DNA in there or something. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's almost like, um, you know, baby in a tube. 
<laughs> baby in a it's tube. dinosaur in an egg. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like they, they pre-made the egg. Yeah. The right amount of like food and minerals and all the right amount of stuff that the dinosaur needs to grow. Yeah. And then they just, well, I, th I think I remember they like introduced, I know, I guess the sperm or something. They, they, they made the egg actually, um, how do you call it? <laughs> Fertile. Yeah. They fertilize the egg with, with the, the sperm. Okay. And then like they, they put a syringe in the egg and then they, I, I don't remember if they yeah. show or explain that whole part in, in the movie, but because the only thing I do remember is that they they get the DNA from mosquitoes mm -hmm. inside of um, an amber, uh, yeah, amber, yeah, and uh, not amber jazz, uh, inside of an amber, and then yeah. what? Well, that's the thing. So that's actually, in my opinion, it's a good backstory that's almost believable, especially back in 1992. Yeah, I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense that, yeah. that the mosquito would have DNA from, yeah. or, I mean, blood from yeah. so a dinosaur. Basically, the, the mosquitoes back in the day, I mean, today's mosquitoes would never penetrate the skin of a dinosaur. But yeah. back in the day, they had, you know, a very strong stinger or whatever you call it. Yeah. And uh, they they could penetrate the skin. That's also and, interesting, by the way. That yeah. in the movie the mosquitoes are not, you know, unusually big or yeah. something. They're regular sized yeah. mosquitoes. So but how that, that's actually that for, might not be right. Yeah, for me, yeah. That, I don't think that makes sense. I no. mean, they uh, they are probably you know they yeah. used to be pretty big. Mm -hmm. They, but, they uh, were bigger. Yeah, that's also by the way, uh, like because of uh, oxygen. That's some. <laughs> that's kind of an interesting talk too. What, why creatures? Yeah were bigger mm -hmm. in the early days there, yeah there's two reasons why an animal can get really big yeah one of it is overabundance of oxygen so uh, all your molecules all your all your cells in your body yeah. they can actually like they have an overabundance of oxygen so they can actually grow and and get bigger without right. the effort of inhaling more air yeah nowadays the co2 levels compared to the oxygen levels are like for us normal yeah but back in the day, there was so much oxygen that if you just breathe in once, you had enough oxygen instead of breathing in five times or something. So, so uh, let, let's just say yeah. we were alive back then. Yeah. Our lungs would, you know, adjust mm -hmm. to that oxygen or amount of oxygen and would kind of, you know, be less, um, how do you call it? They, they, they would do less or need yeah, to do they, less. They need than, to do less. Yeah. Or, or you have more... Mm -hmm. Um, more oxygen in your whole body, so you probably are more. I don't know. Yeah, active. That's, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> but uh, that also doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I don't exactly know what kind of effect it would have on our bodies. Yeah. But the 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 like the basic idea is the more oxygen there is in the system, uh, in the environment, yeah. the more like the bigger uh, a cell will grow because uh, oxygen is one of the like the base materials. Or base, I don't know, ingredients a cell needs yeah. to distribute uh, all the all the stuff that's in your blood. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, and um, maybe that's like an oversight they had. They didn't do that one perfectly. <laughs> the, the, the mosquitoes were pretty small. Mm. Um, not the smallest mosquitoes. I mean, no, no. I mean, they were not like really yeah. small, but they. I mean. It, the size they were mm. is not, you know, it's something you could see these yeah, days. Yeah, definitely. So, but don't don't forget that um, female mosquitoes are a lot, a lot of times smaller than male mosquitoes. So okay. if you see a big mosquito nowadays, yeah, nine out of ten times it's a male mosquito. But um, 
I mean, it's mainly mi- uh, female mosquitoes who get out and, uh, you know... The only mosquitoes that suck blood are female. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, so they, were, it, they were technically... So bigger in, than today's standard. So, so in that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the the, the female, yeah. they were all female. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. They lay nature wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the ones that lay eggs, so they need to go hunt for blood. Yeah. But what are the males doing though? This males actually are vegetarian. What? Yeah. But what, what are they doing all day? <laughs> they literally just fuck around. <laughs> wow, that's good life. Kinda. I think they die pretty quickly, though. Oh. Like, they grow really fast, they have a lot of sex, and then they die pretty early. Wow. Also, it... because they're so big, they're kind of clumsy. <laughs> so they die easily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they can get stuck in spider webs and stuff. Wow. Mosquitoes. But, um, yeah, yeah so Jurassic Park is, is one of your favorites. Yeah, like, it, it, it gives me a cozy feeling, and if I would want to rewatch a movie, like, it's probably one of the movies I've rewatched mo- more than any other movie. So, have you seen? Uh, I mean, uh, th- there is probably a 4K remaster, right? I don't think a 4K remaster. No, they, they don't have a 4K remaster yet. Maybe there is because I'm pretty sure that well, almost all those old classic movies mm-hmm. have you know um, a, a nice remaster. Okay, Jurassic Park one 4K. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, there's a really? 4K. Yeah. When did that come out? It's a blue. Uh, this year. Okay, well. In May. There we go. I, I haven't looked it up yet. Is it the May? Yeah, but it is. Oh, that, I, that's nice. I mean, I'm I'm curious if um, how how it looks. I I doubt it's gonna look really great because I don't know because it's analog. Yeah, but um, which has a lot of those remasters are um, pretty close to the original feel and look. It's just mm-hmm. that they kind of removed some you know noise and stuff from the mm-hmm. from video but uh i mean for example um is it the thing i think the thing is also in 4k or HD. probably but that looks still looks amazing even though yeah. there's a lot of prosthetics and, and mm-hmm. fake stuff i mean maybe it's a bit more detailed yeah but with with a resolution comes noise yeah usually yeah but they they are kind of they're kind of good or you know yeah. they, they can they filter that out yeah it's, it's it looks nice i mean there's some noise mm-hmm. but if you compare it to you know old vhs stuff it's yeah, way obviously. better of course yeah. but rtv's no, uh it's just uh i've only got one 4k device at home and that is your laptop no <laughs> well actually is my laptop 4k no it's, i it's mean the screen now. is not 4k yeah. yeah but uh my um desktop screen for oh, my yeah. computer oh, yeah you have a 4k yeah. monitor right yeah, yeah. and uh it's a pretty good monitor color wise and stuff um, I I don't mind watching a movie on there. It's also pretty big. It's like thirty two. No wait, no. I actually didn't buy thirty two. I thought that was too big for my uh, distance. Distance, yeah. yeah. So I bought a twenty seven inch. Okay, which is, you know, it's fine. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, I have, I think that's also twenty seven. What I have, but it's ultra wide, so it's oh yeah, different, you know, different dimension though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's kind of sucky though. Twenty seven inch. With 4K screen, you can't. Yeah, yeah you probably need a big screen to really notice or see the 4K correctly, right? Well, that's the thing. I have to upscale my UI because 27 <laughs> inch is too small for 4K. Yeah. Um, but too big for two times. Yeah. Like two times the scale. scale. Yeah. Yeah. So I have it on one and a half times. So especially in Windows, it's just <laughs> yeah annoying, right? Well, I, I you know. Half of my time I spend in Windows is either in games, and the other half is in a browser. So 
I mean, scaling is fine there. I, I, I really want to see how a nice 4K game looks, but looks pretty good. I mean, but I, I can't even run like Fallout no. 4 in not 4K with with a nice steady yeah. frames per second. So <laughs> I, I thought even like double GPU SLI and stuff yeah. won't be enough. Won't, won't be sufficient for 4K yeah. gaming. I mean, even I mean, maybe SLI like. 1080 Ti's or something might s- be no, enough. I, you don't get 60 FPS still with some games. Like if you want but ultra graphics on those high resolutions, though, you don't need anti-aliasing, so that saves a lot of um, processing no, power. No, no, actually, anti-aliasing is really good nowadays. It, it really, de- it depends on which one, though, because some might make your whole screen kind of smudgy and yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. It's very, it's low. It's very low processing. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. On a 4K screen with anti-aliasing, you won't notice the like maybe one frame per second or something decreasing. I, I always turn it off though on my screen because you, I yeah. don't really notice it from the mm-hmm. distance I'm sitting, and the resolution is big enough to mm-hmm. not you know have a yeah a huge difference between on or off. So mm-hmm. and it saves a few frames. So yeah, why obviously? But it it really depends what kind of game you're playing anyway. Yeah, that's true. But what about you? Do you have a favorite movie in mind? Uh, I'm I'm always a bit floating between a few, but um, you want to talk about the few or the, about the, the, the thing is my my favorite one, the thing from um, John Carpenter. I think it's 1983, something like that. That's pretty old. It is pretty old, but uh, it mm-hmm. still looks it still looks really good, um, especially those HD or 4K remakes mm-hmm. they've made. And um, yeah, there's a lot of um, Again, there's a lot of prosthetic, or how do you call it? Animatronics. Animatronics and... Uh, fuck, what's it called again? Yeah. W- w- you, have, you have, like, physical um, effects. Oh, yeah. But they also use puppets and stuff. Yeah, they, like... use, they use puppets and they have animatronics. And yeah. they, have, they even have some clay animations they haven't used Ooh. a lot. But um, that, that looks really outdated. Yeah. And that's also one of the reasons why I think John Carpenter eventually removed it from the, the whole cut. Because it's, mm. it already looked kind of old... Yeah. When it came out, but um, yeah, because in the end it was supposed to be a huge fight scene between a okay. huge thing, and that it just didn't work out. But um, uh, yeah, so the thing is one of my favorites. Um, I, I really, I really love the atmosphere in, you know, you were in the uh, what's it called Arctic, Arctic, is it? Mm-hmm. And um, they are just closed off from the whole world, and they are kind mm-hmm. of stuck there because they, they they can't leave because that's that might danger the whole rest mm-hmm. of the world but they yeah. also don't want to stay because there's something with them and they they can't fight it they don't know exactly mm-hmm. what it is yeah i i've watched it um the first time i think i've watched it was with you yeah because uh i've heard of it obviously and mm. i think i've watched the newer remake or something like prequel yeah, actually yeah it's a prequel yeah um a long time ago and I didn't exa- exactly remember what it was about. It was kind of scary the, and spooky. The prequel is is pretty bad. The, yeah, I, I kind of like the atmosphere in both movies. Yeah, yeah, the, the atmosphere yeah. is really really great in mm-hmm. the, the the prequel. It's just the CGI is bad. The acting is you know yeah. okay, but it could be better. Um, it's just it's also hard to kind of beat something that's already amazing, like the mm-hmm. thing. From, yeah. yeah, it's 982, by the way. But uh, it's, it's hard to beat something like that. So you already have kind of high expectations. Yeah. And it was it, a classic, right? It, so yeah, yeah. a lot of people were a fan of it. And when a movie comes out and it doesn't really have the same quality, yeah, the same kind of 
because they went to the CGI route, the CG route. Yeah, they, they recorded a lot of, um, uh, it's just practical, that's it. it. They recorded a lot of practical effects. In the 1982 movie. No, but also the new one. Really? But they removed all the practical effects from the movie because uh, the studio executives or maybe the target audience, or we call it the test audience, yeah. they didn't like it. But was the test audience the fan base? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what I what I get from a lot of you mm -hmm. know interviews with directors and stuff yeah. and uh, producers is that all those audiences are terrible at those kind of, mm. you know, they, they just grab random people who have no experience with movies. They have no idea okay. what, what, what... An average consumer, basically? Yeah, and in some cases that might work, but when you're yeah. recording something like The Thing, that's, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. It's going to be something for the fans. Yeah, it's specifically, and especially a prequel. That means you, yeah. you would have to be introduced to the movie. Yep, and and especially also in the in the prequel, they um they, they set up a lot of the the, the how do you call it events that happen in the the thing yeah. after that movie mm -hmm. timeline wise. Mm -hmm. So there's like an axe in the door in a certain position, and there's you know someone died in the, in a chair in that position, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. all they 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 made the prequel to. You know, set the whole movie up. Yeah, it's kind of funny because normally, uh, I think they call it like continuation. Yeah. But that's if something is gonna happen in the future, you don't want to mess up. Like, for example, something broke. Yeah. And in the next frame, that broken it's, thing is gone. Yeah, or it's fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in this movie, the prequel. Yeah. They actually try to set up all the things that they saw in the in the previous movie. Yeah, and it wasn't explained yeah. in in the in the 1982 version. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting uh, how like they put a lot of effort into it, but still yeah, sure. yeah. they didn't they didn't really do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, I think also the um, like the director and and the yeah. writer and stuff they were they were pretty bad to be honest uh, for for the prequel. So they, they weren't made well, they weren't cut out for it. They just they they didn't have a lot of ex so experience. Oh, um, let's see. that's kind of sad actually. Like, yeah, so you, you will mess up. The whole movie and the fan base will be angry. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I, I I believe that they made it with a lot of love in mind for the movie. The, the newer one. Yeah. Really. But if you look at, I mean, Jesus Christ, it, 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 this guy, the the director for the movie for the new the prequel, the mm -hmm. thing. He only made some video shorts for some brands and some Dutch movies. He, he's a Dutch <laughs> guy. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Matthijs van Heiningen Junior, whatever. Junior. Yeah. So, and the other writer is Eric Heiser, Heiserer. And okay. he's pretty okay. He he wrote um, Arrival. Okay. Um, she's Extinction. Oh, I don't know what it is. Isn't that the movie from 2016? No, it's 2018. Oh, that's also a pretty bad movie. Jesus. Extinction. I like oh, it. Oh, it's such the Netflix movie, right? Yeah. yeah, with Michael Pena. Yeah. Wait, is it the one I think of? I think you're you're thinking about of a movie. He also wrote the screenplay for A Nightmare on Elm Street oh. 2010, though, and it was also pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, Extinction. I've actually watched it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, but it it had some interesting moments. But anyway, choosing a director yeah. that's pretty crappy. I, I've seen that a lot, especially but, like back in the day in the 1980s, early 1990s. Yeah, they. I don't know how, but a lot of people chose the wrong directors. Yeah, it happens. Uh, also, like I saw a documentary about the Super Mario movie. Oh no! Yeah, nineteen ninety-two or something. Oh, that's also bad. <laughs> or oh, it was nineteen ninety-five. 
Anyway. In 1993. Oh, okay. So they <laughs> that was kind of interesting because they also chose the wrong director there. Actually, they had... They had two directors. Two, yeah, it was yeah. a couple. Yeah. And Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. And it's crazy. You should look this up. Honestly, if you're if you're listening to this, you might even want to, you know, just... It's like look up the the what was happening on the set <laughs> uh-huh. with those people. It was crazy, man. Yeah, like you literally had people wearing shirts with like the sentence "I hate the names." What were the, you yeah, just the directors, called? yeah, the directors, and they went to the set. <laughs> like Jesus. it was it was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, so interesting actually. Uh, there's also a lot of pressure on those actors yeah. and directors and writers, and yep. you know, it's again when you're making a fan movie or you know a movie for a specific mm-hmm. you know game or other movie for example there's a lot of pressure on you as a writer director and yeah. it's i think that also influences a lot of those um you know the the the, the final result yeah i mean there's like these tiny little like as a director you're also supposed to micromanage right yeah uh, during the filming but also maybe outside the filming like you're supposed to give them pointers like this is maybe a better way to do it and if you're an asshole in that position, <laughs> yeah. you'll get a lot of enemies, yeah. and especially because you have the last word. And it's uh, like your vision is going to be the result of the movie. So yeah. if people don't agree with you and you don't give a good reason, you're going to be making enemies very quickly. Yep. And, and that will probably also result in a lot of damage for your uh reputation yeah your reputation yeah like that's kind of sad because the the couple yeah never ever directed movie after that experience again well, i saw some i think they did but not after they actually stopped directing no but didn't they no um let's see so i've well not a movie at least annabelle jenkel yeah after the super mario brothers thing she did a documentary i think about elvis she did Skellig the Owlman TV movie. Okay. Tell it to the bees. 2018 movie. What the fuck is Tell it to the bees? Oh, that, that's a pretty okay uh, score, by the way. But but that's the thing. They were they are. That's kind of. Sa- it took 14. Wait, 14? Yeah, it took 14 years. Yeah. No, 24 years. Yeah, people really hated them in the Hollywood scene. So <laughs> yeah. whenever they heard their names, they were like, "Oh, did you the did you do the Super Mario Brothers movie?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, okay, bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of sad because they are actually really good at what they do, uh-huh. which was making really interesting short movies uh, and ads. They were like get, making these really cool effects and stuff. So people, you know, they thought they were good yeah. in the first place but they didn't have the experience to make a whole movie of yeah. two hours or something and that's what makes me sad is why can't you you know they, they had like one of the highest budgets in, uh, in 1993 for that movie well, let's see what was the budget? it's crazy it's like 50 million or something jesus almost 42 million yeah th- that's a lot of money back in the day and they made 20 million yeah so it was a <laughs> They call it a bomb. Yeah. I don't know why. But well, they lost 20 million, so. Yeah, but a bomb is always, it's exciting, you know? It's, it's explosive. But anyway, <laughs> it was a bomb hit. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of sad because it had a lot of potential. <laughs> also, the writer yeah. f- didn't do anything after ri- writing that movie. Okay. He, he just quit. Yeah, but you he, know why? He made one episode for Sweet Valley High, whatever that is. You know why? Uh-oh. Because the writer actually 
uh, the directors made like they had actually three writers or something they <laughs> they had i think uh, the first time the writers were like they hired some writers yeah they uh let them write uh the script yeah and then they kicked them they like they, they told them no this sh- this is shit uh-huh. you're not gonna do um any more writing yeah then they hired another writer and then they hired another writer and in the cu- end, the directors rewrote a, a lot of it anyway. I'm curious because one of the writers, it's funny, there are three writers on there. I think so, yeah. And the first two writers, they didn't make anything after the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. But the other writer is a pretty big writer right now. It's Ed Solomon. I huh, mean, he made heard of that name. Men in Black after huh. Super Mario Brothers, Charlie's Angels. All right. Uh, now You See Me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. The movie was weird. The Invisible Man. There's a new movie. There's, there's going to be a Now You See Me three movie. Oh my <laughs> He's also please. writing. Stop with those movies. Uh, I, but anyway, he, he he kind of you know kept going. Yeah, because in the end, the directors were the evil guys. Like the all the reputation, the bad vibe, the bad what was all just directors. Yeah. Okay. No, well, it wasn't specifically their fault, yeah. but everybody hated them, and the whole movie flopped and shit. Yeah. So the whole scene, the Hollywood uh, scene, they, they just didn't want them around anymore. Yeah. So uh, anybody who was involved into the production and like final decision-making of the movie, they didn't get to have another chance, actually. They, they fucked it up. Wow. And like it's kind of interesting because it's not as bad in the new The Thing movie. Yeah. Like, they didn't... Like, did it really flop, that movie, or not? I I don't know. I don't know. But it wasn't as bad, at least not (laughs) reputation-wise. No, I mean, the score on IMDb is 6.2, so that's... Passable. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Let's see. They... Oh, God, that's pretty bad, though. The budget was 38 million. Okay. So it's less than the Super Mario Bros. movie. (laughs) Um, And they earned worldwide... 31 million. Okay. But it's still 7 million loss. So that's... Yeah. And the opening weekend in the USA was 8 million. That's not bad. That's really good. Yeah. But I think a lot of people saw Reviews. it. And then it was like, whoa, <laughs> this is shit. Yeah. But also, it feels like it's a pretty... Like, it's a pretty specific movie. It is, yeah. So if you're not going to make a huge impact in the first uh, weekend... Yeah. Then people are not gonna, you know, it's, tell it's, the others. Uh, the same with the thing, the 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 eighty or, uh, original, yeah, the ninety eight two one. Okay, from John Carpenter. They didn't make a lot of money off. That. No, no, no. I think it flopped the immediately almost okay. um, or bombed. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they they lost a lot of money initially, but they, it, you know, it's a lot of those movies get kind of a cult yeah. after a while, and then it just picks up, and then it's just. Huge, and everyone yeah. is a big fan, but it takes a lot of time before it mm-hmm. finally, you know, rises. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, do they get all the money that they're sell? Like, if they're selling a movie, the thing, yeah, from nineteen eighty three, right now. Yeah, they still get. Will, will John Carpenter get it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they have like a, I think it's just royalties, mm-hmm. what it's called. But um, they get like a certain percentage per DVD movie, whatever okay. it's being sold. That's like. It, maybe like on paper, it, it it's considered bad because you're trying to you know earn, earn your money back very very quickly. Yeah, so you have to earn your money back and yeah. then also earn more because yeah. you also have to pay for you know. Yeah. You, you have to keep paying for mm-hmm. the directors and actors and whatever. Yeah. Obviously, so it's kind of interesting. 
cult classics are fun, but it's kind of sad how, you know, a lot of movies don't get picked up by the... Like maybe it's because they're too strange, too new to yeah, the concepts es- of them. Especially the thing it was just way too aggressive and bloody and extreme. And I think because the thing is made after hmm. Halloween. Oh, really? Just uh, like... Or is it before Halloween? Let's see. It would be nice as a Halloween movie. Gosh, right? John, John Carpenter's IMDb page is just such a fucking mess why <laughs> he he's done so many things <laughs> that's not a mess no but i mean it's just the overview uh, okay let's see the thing is 1982 and what was that what was it saying halloween yeah halloween is 1978 so yeah so the thing came after halloween hmm. because halloween for that time was really you know a- aggressive and uh, and mm. violent oh, you're talking about halloween the movie yeah ah uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm not talking about. <laughs> I'm talking was, about the movie. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if the timing of the movie was uh, like bad, but you were talking about the movie Halloween. Yeah, also made by John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the thing came out after Halloween. Okay, the movie. But wh- why is that significant? Like, why are you bringing that? I, up? I was just curious because he he was known to be kind of you know to kind of shock the audience yeah. and, and the people because Halloween was. You know, a, a lot of gore and stuff. No, it's not gore. It's just it was really scary for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and there, there, you know, there was it's like Psycho, I guess, in the early days. Okay. The fact that someone was showing someone, you know, with blood and someone getting murdered was, okay. you know, really extreme. Shocking. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the thing was also one of those movies that was a bit over the edge with all the blood and. <laughs> so it was gory. It was gory. No, the thing was is gory. Oh, okay. But Halloween was just. Yeah, crazy. I, I in saw a it, different way. I saw it a few weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really mild, especially for these day and yeah. age. But um, okay. But so they weren't. You're just trying to say that maybe the audience wasn't completely introduced to that director, but they were because they saw Halloween. Yeah. So why did it flop? Right. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. It, it's just you know wrong timing maybe. Yeah. Like if if it was. Maybe if it was like a Halloween movie, not talking about the movie Halloween, yeah. but like bring, <laughs> the periods, yeah, yeah, the bring bring out the movie during Halloween, yeah, that might actually have been a good idea. I don't know when it got out. I, I also think s- Christmas. I right? also no, it was I think it was June somewhere. So that is it's not a summer kind of it's not a kind of summer yeah, movie. They, they, uh, they probably tried to make it a blockbuster movie. Yeah, it's, it's June twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah, but it's. To me, it doesn't have that atmosphere. Yeah, I know. Christmas or Halloween. So, th- I mean, that's maybe a reason why it flopped. Also, I don't, I can't look it up right now, but um, the, the movie probably released during a time where a lot of other great movies were released. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just, you know, slipped under the radar for yeah. a lot of people probably. Uh, yeah, I, I can't look at the date, but it probably was a weird time to release. I also wrote something a few days ago about um, 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. Um, that there was supposed to be more of an alien element into it. Oh, that would have made me more interested. But they <laughs> removed it because there was a spaceship at that moment oh. in time. And they they weren't sure if it was going to make some kind of contact. And they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want... Wait, in real life there was a spaceship? It, yeah, in real life there was a spaceship launch or something. Or there was a satellite or something that ah. was reaching somewhere and doing some investigation or, or whatever. Okay. And they didn't want to introduce an alien kind of thing because they weren't sure if something would 
actually come up and they didn't, really did yeah <laughs> that sounds a bit far-fetched it is but uh, as a reason to not introduce a good element to your movie yeah well yeah <laughs> I, I don't know they, they were afraid that it would kind of put a lot of people off for some reason yeah but like the audience would be uh like if, if there was an alien really out there at that moment maybe yeah. they didn't want to hear about an alien movie at that time yeah. it, it would be scary or weird or i, I don't know I, yeah. I, I don't know what exactly the fear would yeah. be at the moment but you know but like controversy they don't want to introduce controversy in their movie <laughs> they don't want to scare the aliens away immediately. no like the, the people <laughs> yeah they don't want don't to make agree. people talk about the movie in a bad way yeah so that's kind of interesting how yeah. like the moment you release a movie has a lot of hits it, yeah has a lot of influence yeah. on uh, how it gets picked up or how it's written mm-hmm. yeah even like the season has a lot of effect on your you know if, if the atmosphere will really click yeah if, if it's like a cold movie that's mm. like the the set is i don't know the arctic the north pole or something maybe it's a good idea to actually release it during a cold season yeah so june for <laughs> thing was yeah. a weird yeah. moment like I, I can't like to me scary movies are usually like winter autumn seasons you know yeah and fun adventurous movies are blockbuster yeah i, don't th- know. I mean it feels during summer or when it's light yeah. outside yeah. It, it, it doesn't you know it's hard to create an, uh, a fear or an, an, an known mm-hmm. factor because you can you know it's all fun and games and it's all fine but i mean that yeah. also can kind of work right because you're expecting it all to be good and fun and yeah you no know, summery and then it, but, it, but that works if you're going like to me uh for example um what's it called again that movie that came out in like 2011 a cabin in the woods yeah that would be kind of a movie that i would want to watch during the summer yeah that's true because it goes in a direction that you don't expect yeah but that's also a nice movie by yeah, the way it's a great movie but the thing that's just in my head it's a classic horror with alien stuff in it so yeah. that 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 whole vibe is set up to become scary in a way that is ex- almost expected yeah and to me that that just fits like the christmas period or something or like halloween yeah i agree a lot better yeah uh while you know if you go super meta super strange and into almost the like it's almost a comedy to me cabin in the woods <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a commentary on yeah. current uh, slasher and horror yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, it's like to me, I was laughing a few moments in the movie, <laughs> and no spoilers though. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so that that actually like it's so memorable that mm-hmm. you don't care when it's aired, when it's released, yeah, and when you watch it in the theater. So, but yeah, that's pretty fun. W- one thing I notice is we both like movies that have a lot of animatronics. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I still love. A lot of those movies yeah. with um uh what was it again <laughs> physical practical 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 effects yes. I, I love i still love those movies yes uh, i like the the cheesiness yeah. sometimes of it yeah it's kind of messy and crazy and they use sour milk and yeah it's, no like alien um, stuff. oh dude I, I can talk so much the about buster scene yeah i can talk so much about alien <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds like a good uh you know good good uh subject episode topic yeah maybe like uh how some in, in some movies some practical effects are so memorable yeah and also how a certain vibe was yeah. created on the set of those movies yeah. and and 
especially Alien and um, The Thing. Yeah, it's they, pretty cool. They did a lot of things with the actors to to create uh, for a vibe for them that was mm. weird and awkward. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, for now we have to quit this episode. Stop an episode. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah, I hope you guys like the shorter episodes. By the way. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, it's easier to turn on and just you know listen in your car or whatever just doing your mm-hmm. commute i guess yeah and uh yeah if you like this episode just uh put on the next one listen to the next one if it's out yet if it's out yet yeah, yeah. sure and don't uh, forget to like and subscribe no we're not and, we're not on youtube uh, no. well we are on youtube are we yeah whoa whoa go watch us on youtube yeah you can watch us on youtube just go to uh youtube and uh, just search for error code coffee and you'll probably find us mm. or you won't i don't know <laughs> should work yep Anyway, thanks for listening and uh, watching, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next episode. I will. Uh, You'll be here? Yeah, I'll be here. Wow. And uh, you will see me instead of me, you. The, well, let's, let's just quit. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>